Red alert, red alert. All hands to the battle station. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host, Tucker, and today I'm going to bring you another build based on an Origins contender, but this time with some more serious changes. The U.S. National Championship held at Origins this year was, in my mind, the most difficult Star Trek Attack Wing tournament ever held. There were 26 competitors, all of them skilled, and no less than Joseph Vanderyacht has commented that not a single bad build was present. You can imagine my surprise and interest then when a quirky build, piloted by a big stage newcomer, started carving up experienced players left and right. The newcomer was James Carter II, running a build of his own design. His original list featured the Prometheus in the role I'm going to be showing off today, but in putting my own spin on the build, I decided to switch to a different ship altogether. The USS Voyager is a Federation Intrepid class, boasting a heavyweight stat line of 4 attack, 2 agility, 4 hull, and 5 shields for a total cost of 30 points. It has a Federation action bar of evade, target lock, scan, battle stations, and a versatile upgrade bar of tech, weapon, crew, crew, crew. Voyager has 90 degree forward and rear arcs as well as a maneuver dial featuring green 2 and 3 forwards and 1 banks, and white 2 and 3 banks and turns as well as 4, 5, and 6 forwards. Its ability reads, Instead of making a normal attack with your primary weapon, you may fire in any direction at range 1 to 2 with 4 attack dice. If you do so, place an auxiliary power token beside your ship. Voyager's advantages are plentiful. 9 total durability is quite solid, and an extra defense die is handy. 4 hull also means it's large enough to support a shuttle or a set of fighters. Its action bar is as good as it gets and its upgrade bar allows for plenty of useful tricks. Voyager is well equipped to get where it needs to go nimbly and quickly. Access to both two and three white turns and a white six forward is incredible, and on top of it all, has an amazing unique ability. The ship does have its disadvantages though. To quote Mark Rosewater, your greatest weakness is your greatest strength taken too far. And that's definitely true in Voyager's case. It's fast, but it has to go fast, and it has to go forward. Voyager lacks both a one forward and any reverse or comeabout maneuver, which can make its movement very predictable. Its ability has a bad habit of piling up auxiliary power tokens on a ship that doesn't have a great set of options to remove them, and also makes its four native attack dice, which is an awkward number to begin with, look like a big waste of points. That's critical on a ship with a beefy stat line, because that stat line tends to run headlong into the 50-point limit, being on a 30-point ship. No bones about it. Voyager is a strong ship, but she's one that requires some finesse in building. Voyager is one of two, soon to be three, ships to share its name with its home series. Commanded by Captain Janeway, it spent seven real-time years trying desperately to make its way home from a far-flung quadrant of the galaxy, it was also the ship I came to know best as a kid through a variety of Trek books, games, and merchandise, and as such will always hold a special place in my heart. 
Incredibly few ships have managed to make their mark on tournaments throughout their entire existence in the game, and fewer still of those were featured prominently in the source material. But Voyager is probably the best example of a ship that exemplifies both. From winning the very first regionals ever held to being played at Origins 2017, the USS Voyager is one of the most important ships in the history of tournament attack wing. Its combination of mobility, durability, and attack versatility has allowed it to make quite the mark as either a tough but nimble heavy hitter or an impossible to kill evadager that can still shoot almost as well as a big Borg ship. But I want to go a different direction with it today. Let's get started. There is one small concession I'll make to the swarm of past Voyager lists before we get to the meat of today's build. Voyager's amazing ability does wind up dropping a lot of auxiliary power tokens next to the ship, and its amazing maneuver dial has a lot of white maneuvers. That's why it's been true for years that where goeth Voyager, so goeth the Federation USS Reliance Pavel Chekhov. Chekhov is a three-point Federation crew upgrade that reads, your ship can remove one auxiliary power token after performing a white maneuver. That takes care of the ability's drawback quite nicely, but only leaves us with 17 points for captain and other upgrades. Fortunately, I never forget a face, so I know just who to put here. The independent version of the USS Reliant gives us the skill 7 version of Khan Singh. He reads, you may use any upgrades without paying a faction penalty. Up to three of you, the upgrades you purchase for your ship cost exactly four SP each and are placed face down beside your ship card. Each upgrade remains face down until you decide to use it and then is turned face up for the rest of the game. The printed cost on these upgrades cannot be greater than six. This is great for bluffing, but also for cost reduction, which we'll take advantage of here. Six points is just enough to squeeze in the independent tech upgrade Quantum Slipstream Drive. That reads, if you reveal a maneuver with a speed of five or greater before performing the maneuver, you may discard this card to remove your ship from the play area and discard all tokens from beside your ship except for auxiliary power tokens. Then immediately place it back in the play area but not within range one to three of any other ship. You cannot attack during the round you use this ability. Quantum Slipstream Drive is key to what this build is trying to accomplish. There are two key elements at play here. First, while you can't attack on the turn you can use it, you can perform actions. Second, you pick up and place the ship using the Quantum Slipstream Drive before it performs its maneuver, not instead of performing it. Meaning that, aimed correctly, that five or six maneuver you perform right after finishing that placement might take your ship right into the middle of an enemy formation, or even right behind it. This is where Voyager thrives. While it can't attack the turn it uses quantum slipstream drive, it only has to stick close enough to the enemy to be able to hit them and with its speed, that's not very hard at all. Still though, the enemy might have all kinds of defenses, which is why the other two upgrades hidden by Khan are going to be packed full of disruption. Both will end up costing five points because of his ability. The first is second of five, a Borg crew upgrade that says, action, target a ship at range one to two, discard this card and one upgrade of your choice on the target ship. This ability may be used against a ship that is cloaked. 
The turn we jump in, we can use second of five to strip out defenses like an interface generator or a copy of conditional surrender. That sets us up for a nasty trick on the second turn with our last four points. James used a projected stasis field here, but I want to take a slightly different direction. Nanclus is a four-point Romulan crew upgrade that reads, Action! Discard this card to target an opposing ship at range 1 to 3. The target ship gains plus one attack die this round, but cannot roll defense dice this round. This is a devastating blow against a variety of builds. Cloakers, bioships with biological technology, even other Voyagers more focused on rolling green dice than red ones. With Voyager's ability to stay out of arc, your opponent may never get the chance to roll that extra die anyway, and losing all of his defense dice can be a crippling blow. The final build looks like this. USS Voyager at 30 points, Khan Singh 7 at 5 points with faction penalty, Nanclus at 4 points with Khan's ability, Quantum Slipstream Drive at 4 points with Khan's ability, Second of 5 at 4 points with Khan's ability, and Pavel Chekhov at 3 points for a total cost of 50 points. Two small subtleties of this build. First of all, while its tricks might look obvious in this format, keep in mind that everything except Khan and Chekhov is going to start face down, meaning that your opponents are going to have no idea what's coming when you charge in behind them on the first turn. Second, two disruption cards might not seem like much, but since Voyager has four hull, you can load on a shuttle packed with even more tricks and pop it out the turn after you teleport back into range. That's the nasty surprise that led to James doing so well, and I hope it serves you the same. That's about all the time we have today for the Voyager list. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a good review on the Battle Station's iTunes page. You can also reach me by messaging the Battle Station Facebook page. I'd love to hear from any of you. I'll see you next time, but for now... Stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station.